You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you're listening to episode 17, Pendulums and Pendulum Divination. Woohoo! <laughs> I thought I'd change that one up. <laughs> oh, nice. So, like we mentioned last week, pendulums like tarot cards, oracle decks are another form of divination. They are used, unlike the decks, for quick yes or no questions. And they're very uh, effective for that. Yes. So if you are new to divination and don't want to jump right into tarot or oracle decks, pendulums are a very good way to start, especially if you're not sure about working with energy or um, asking the universe these questions and getting in tune um, with the answers that they provide or with your gut instinct. Pendulum is a good place to start. So pendulums work um, in two different ways, depending on how you personally use them. So the first way is that they tap into the subconscious mind by um, tapping into micro movements um, in your hand. Um, They can also be used to work with spirits or fae. So when you are asking these yes or no questions and asking the pendulum to move, you are actually connecting with um, your chosen spirit or fae and asking them to move the pendulum for you to give you the answer guide you yes so it could go either way uh pendulums are not new back in the day they were used for a lot of different things uh doctors in france used to use them to diagnose illnesses uh soldiers in vietnam used to use them to locate underground mines and in south africa they were used to find minerals so hell yeah so there's a lot of different ways that they used to be used but in Today's society, there's only just used for divination. They come in a wide variety of types. So in essence, a pendulum is any weighted item on a cord that can move easily in any direction. It's generally a metal or string type of cord, and the tip will be bronze, silver, or crystal, and the other end will have a counterweight. And you can make or purchase them And some also have a chamber at the bottom that you can fill with incense or oils to make it more specific to your working. But even though those are like the most common ones that you find in store, they really can be made of anything. So if you don't want to go out and buy one and you'd like to just try your hand at using them, you can literally go out into your yard and tie a pine cone or an acorn to a string. Simple, but effective. Yes. So the way that you would use them is to put yourself in a relaxed and clear state of mind, similar to what we talked about centering and grounding. And you would hold the cord in between your thumb and index finger. Um, you can also wrap it around one a finger one time if, you, if that's easier and place your elbow on a table. Um, before you get started asking questions, you want to determine your pendulum's uh, personal movements for yes or no. That's a very important step. (laughs) Um, Every pendulum is going to be different and even your pendulum can change between questions. So you want to ask it to show you a swing for yes. And then once you get that answer, you want to to show you, ask it to show you a swing for no. 
Generally, yes is often vertical um, or a clockwise swing, whereas no is a counterclockwise or a horizontal swing. Um, but it's going to completely depend on your pendulum. So you have to ask it every time because it can also change directions, you know, from day to day. So you want to know um, which way is giving you which answer. Uh, and it's good for, you can generally ask, you know, yes or, yes or no questions just related to anything that's coming in your day or life. For example, you can ask, you know, if your boss is going to like this project or you're interviewing for a job, if um, they're going to appreciate your, you know, blue suit, um, you can ask questions like that. Um, and your pendulum will swing back and forth to tell you yes or no. So it's a good way to uh, get a few easy answers quickly to sort of get your feet wet. Um, and there's not a lot of memorization or anything, which is why it's so nice for beginners. Yes. Because it's not like tarot where you have to learn 78 cards and the layouts and everything. It's fairly straightforward. Um, it can also be used um, for dream interpretation. If that's something that you incorporate into your practice, um, you would ask um, if the, you know, say you were being chased in your dream, you would ask, is that the person chasing me? Is that a stranger? Is it supposed to represent myself? Is it my spouse? And it'll swing yes or no to tell you who that person in your dream is supposed to represent. Um, it can be used for healing. That's a very popular one in balancing chakras. Um, you hold the pendulum over the body or a piece of paper with the human body printed on it and search for illnesses or problem spots that you know need healing. So you would just hold it over each area and wait for it to swing yes or no that it to note if there's a problem with that area. And then you go in and do the actual healing. Yes. Um, and you can also use it for um, sensing energy. So you can hold it over all your other tools um, in witchcraft to see if there's sufficiently cleansed or charged enough for your magical workings. Um, another good way to use it in witchcraft that I like to do is if you are making... Um, your own spell bottles or rituals. If you're doing kitchen um, work like Tara and I both like to do, um, you can ask your pendulum if you've used enough of a certain ingredient. Um, and in general, it's good for if you want to use it for channeling to get messages from your spirit guide or guardian angel or um, any deceased loved ones. Yeah. So if you want to use it for more than simple yes or no answers, um, you can use a pendulum board. So this is a good way to get more answers from spirits. So you can get simple yes or no boards, or you can get more complicated boards that include numbers, zodiac signs, days of the week, or letters. And if that sounds a lot like a Ouija board, you are correct. <laughs> um, the difference with the Ouija board is that um, they have that triangular chip that's used to um, find the correct letter or answer. And in this case, you are using the pendulum. In order to use the board, you want to lay the pendulum on the board and ask it to connect with the board. And then ask it to show you yes and no to make sure that it's connected because the boards will have um, a certain area where um, yes is located and where no is located. So you, in order to make sure that your pendulum is connected, you want to make sure um, that it's swinging towards that correct location. It's still... Um, generally good for yes or no questions, but you can also, if you're, especially if you're trying to connect with spirits, you can ask it to, um, tell you its name and you would hold, um, the pendulum over each letter in order and wait for it to 
give you a swing for each letter. And then once you get the first letter, you would go back and start over again and wait for it to swing over the next letter. So you could um, have your spirit spell out its name that way. Um, some of the boards also have zodiac signs um, and days of the week. So if you wanted to ask a question about the week and ask which day this week is going to be my luckiest day, um, you can hold the pendulum over you know, Monday, wait for it to swing yes or no, Tuesday, wait for it to swing yes or no, and you'll generally get a very good reading on a particular day. Uh, but still for deeper guidance, it is better to ask a tarot or oracle deck, but pendulums are a very good place to start. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a big starter tool in my mind because it's so easy to work with, but it also, it's not like geometry complicated. <laughs> yes. Um, in order to find a pendulum then, um, I personally recommend that you go into store to find one because online ones never work. This is really one that you have to connect your energy to and you can't just pick one based on how it looks. Um, it's very important. Yeah, it's very important that it connects to you. Um, so in order to do this, you go into a store and generally um, go around to the pendulums and sense the energy of each one by holding it um, and ask the ones that you generally sense good energy from, ask them if they will work for you. So a good way to do this is to uh, hold the pendulum in your hand and just ask it to show you a swing for yes and a swing for no to see if it'll even work for you. And then if it does, ask it if it would like to continually work with you. And you should see a yes swing from the pendulum that is most connected to you. Um, but I know that we have some listeners that are in locations that really don't have occult shops anywhere. Um, in which case you do order all of your supplies online. So if you do that um, and you have no other option, then the best way to go about that is to pick a metal or crystal that you already know that you work really well with. That's the best way that's going to give you the best um, sort of answer and find one that hopefully it's energy when it arrives connects with you really well. And don't be afraid to go just get something neutral to get started because I just got a clear quartz when I got started on a simple metal chain and I had to order it online because there was nothing near me like that. Um, and it helped guide me to other ones that were more in tune to me, but it wasn't, it never worked against me. Yes. Which is a good, yes. Clear quartz is a good way to start. I have one as well. Yeah. That's how I started and I had to order it online. So it is what it is. <laughs> um, which segues into the very last thing we have to talk about is whether we have them and what we use them for. So oh. obviously <laughs> we both have them. <laughs> yes. I was like, I have one. <laughs> So Tara, go ahead. Uh, I have a few. Um, I have used just a regular string um, with a clear quartz tied to it. I have a really pretty um, clear quartz that's on a metal work chain that a friend of mine actually made for me. Um, so it has a lot of meaning to me. And then I have one um, that it doesn't have any stones in it. And I only use it for really quick questions. Like the ones with the stone, I feel like can give me a little bit more depth um, to their answers. But for just a quick, um, hey, what's going on kind of thing, I have a, a non-stone one as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have 
three, I would say that I work with. So I have two that are traditional pendulums. I do have the clear um, quartz one, which I feel is works in a lot of different situations. I feel like its energy is very clear. So it's easy to connect and like get started yeah. with it. Yeah. That's the one I use uh, often. Yes. And then I do have another one that's just different, a different kind of crystal and different kind of metal. Um, and I, I like that one works for me as well. Um, and then I have one that I consider a pendulum. It's not traditional, although pendulums, like I said, really can be anything, anything like, <laughs> tied string to a pine cone. And that, that can be a pendulum. So I do have one that's actually just a necklace. Um, which is very common and they can work like that as well because it's just, um, you know, a piece of jewelry at the end of this, um, metal cord. <laughs> so I had been using that before I even got a pendulum. So it's always been, um, connected with me because obviously I've worn it a ton. So it has time to connect with my energy as I'm wearing it. So I find that that actually is pretty effective for me. Um, and I do use them fairly often. I use them for like yes or no questions that are, you know, pretty simple. Um, and I do use them in practice in, like I said, making um, oils, like spell oils, and in making um, like charm bottles and ritual bottles that have different ingredients in it where you combine, you know, herbs and crystals and oils all into like a little shaker jar. Um, I will ask, I use the pendulum to ask if I've included enough of a certain ingredient to make that spell effective. So I use it that way. Um, and I also have used it in the past. I don't um, as much because I feel pretty connected to my tarot and oracle decks on their own, but I have used it. Um, it's a good way to pick uh, a card. Usually I just shuffle them and one will fall out um, or I just shuffle them. And when I feel like ready to stop, I just put it down and I pull the card from You're the ready. top. But um, you can also spread all the cards out on the table and hold your pendulum over it until you get a reaction on one. And that's the card for you. So I have done it that way as well. That's, I'm not good at uh, the Oracle card. So I've never used it that way, but I know that you're not the only friend of mine that uses it that way. <laughs> uh, yes. And I, and I think it can be um, useful in my particular practice, just asking if, I am using if something that I want to use is going to be effective. So if I have like a spell or ritual in mind and I'm deciding between two different colors of candle, which we will have coming up, um, what the candle correspondences are, but um, also, you know, like crystals that we talked about, like if some are really close or they generally have like similar properties Property. and I'm trying to decide which one to use over another, I can use the pendulum to be like, okay, well, which do you think, this one's going to be more effective or is this one going to be more effective and see what the yes or no answer is between those two. I've done that a lot. Um, for both candles, crystals, herbs. Um, a lot of times I, I think we've talked about this when some of my teas are getting older that I've made and I want to know which ones I should use. Uh, a lot of times I'll use a pendulum for that just cause it'll let me know which one will be most effective in my life currently. Yeah, I think that's a very effective way to use it. I think it's good, especially if you are a beginner practitioner. Um, it can be kind of hard to, you know, we talk about a lot about instinct and trusting your gut, but that can be very hard for a beginner. It's like, oh yeah, when you're learning everything and you don't even know 
what your gut is telling you, what you could be thinking that it's telling you two different things. Um, so if you are in the beginning stages and just having trouble deciphering your gut, you can use a pendulum. Um, and since it picks up on your micro movements and picks up on things that you already know the answer to in your subconscious, you're just bringing it to the forefront. So it's a good way to learn how to trust your gut. So if you're thinking, okay, I think this is the answer, but let me double check with my pendulum. And it's a good way to figure out um, if your intuition is what you are actually thinking the answer is. (laughs) It's a good way to check in. Well, and I have the issue where my brain gets in the way of my gut because what I think is happening isn't necessarily how I feel. And pendulum's good to kind of clarify that for me. Like, which, am I just overthinking it or am I actually feeling this? And yeah. Very true. It's good for overthinkers. (laughs) Uh Which is me. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that is all we have to share with you on pendulums this week. We tried to keep it short, but we are sucking at that. (laughs) We are not sucking. We have knowledge to share and things to say, and you're all welcome, world. (laughs) (laughs) We really are trying to keep it short, but man, we talk. We do talk. And you guys don't even hear the bloopers at the beginning. I know. We cut out so much. We do. (laughs) That is all we have to share. If you have a pendulum or if you have any questions on pendulum, please share on Instagram or leave us a voicemail. You can listen to the end of the episode and I'll tell you all the different places that you can find us and how to contact us. We also have an email account. Uh, We don't check it as much as Instagram, but it is available. (laughs) Yeah. So when, which Wednesdays at gmail.com. Um, but yes, it's probably easier to contact us on Instagram. <laughs> we are very much more instagram <laughs> Yes. That is all that we have for you this week. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Follow us on Instagram. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.